You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, I told you out of the gates that we are going to hit on Jason Peter and Jay Foreman, two former Huskers that played at Scott Frost, coming back and working in the program and pleased to be joined right now by Jay Foreman, former NFL nine-year veteran linebacker uh, who is retired as a football player in Lincoln, um, does a lot of coaching of youth basketball, but now he's going to be a volunteer behind the scenes. Jay, first of all, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's great to have you on with us here. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's uh, you know it's always good to come on, so you know I'm very appreciative. Well, yeah, no, Jay. Let's get into it. What, what, um, I guess, how, how did this all come about? I mean, did did you approach Scott and say, "Look, um, I'd be glad to come around and and share some wisdom and, and just be a day to day presence at times in the program, uh, whatever you need." I mean, just give us an idea of how this thing started up. Well, I think ever since Scott's, you know, you know, been, you know, named the head coach, you know, he's made it clear that uh, you know he wants guys around and you know he wants you know try to help out as much as possible. Um, but I think a lot of guys, you know, that, you know, want to be around and you know want to see the program and Scott be successful. So, but then also we know look, they got an extremely hard job. You know, you know, trying to you know get Nebraska turned around and uh, you know coach. So we're not trying to go in there and you know change X's and O's. So I've gone all the way kind of. So I said, well, you know, when Scott got back, you know, I'm really uh, good friends with Ryan Held. I know Greg Austin. Um, you know pretty well, and uh, obviously no bad roots. So I would say, hey, look, dude, you know I'm always here to help if you need. Um, I won't be one of those guys that are down to practice every week. Um, you know, up until now, obviously, and then um, you know I think over time, you know, when you run into them, and you know they want to make sure that, that you know the right guys are in there, they're trying to do it for the right things for the program, and you know it's kind of mutual interest, and uh, you know you asked, and um, you know we had a couple phone calls, and I said, look, man, look, I'll small, you know, medium or large, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. And, uh, you know, I'm always going to put, you know, the team and the program first. Now, it's definitely not about me or, you know, you know what we accomplished back when we played. You know, it's about trying to get these kids to uh, or help them, not get them. Uh, that is uh, help them reach their potential, maximize their opportunity, and, you know, get, get used to what it takes to win. Um, you know, a lot of it, I think, is mental, and, you know, that's where – you know, I think that, you know, you can push these guys, to, you know, to the maximum. And, they're, you know, the balance of that, I'll tell you this, they're, they're all, from what I've seen, you know, on the surface, if they're, you know, willing to listen. And, and also, it's not just about us telling them, it's also listening to what, you know, um, they've even been through experience as well. Just because if, if you, the wealth of knowledge that you get from both ways is uh, to learn experience on both. I can learn more about them. They can learn more about me. It's not all peaches and cream. You know, I tell them, like, this is when I messed up. This is when I see guys messed up. This is what was successful, and this is what didn't work. Uh, but this is what I do know works and when to win. Um, and and uh, trying to get everybody just to be their best that they could be. And once you do that, then that things start to roll pretty quick. So, um, I mean, it's a no-defined role. You know, it's not a full-time role. You know, we're not on uh, the coaching staff, but... We're there to, uh, you know, assist in any way we can, and that's the best thing that we can do. We're joined here by former Husker and NFL veteran linebacker Jay Foreman, who is going to be working with Jason Peter in a voluntarily uh, role uh, with the program. Yeah, I, I guess how does it work when you're in a volunteer role with the schedule? I mean, do you have a, a goal like, look, I can come over twice a week for a couple hours each time, 
what about game days? I mean, do you envision yourself being on the sidelines sure. of being a part of anything on game day? I mean, what is the, I mean, what's the definition of kind of what you can do and what you want to do? No, well, I mean, I think that, I mean, we're trying to still work through that. I think that we haven't even got there, you know, to that point. I mean, we're a long way away from games on Saturdays. I mean, let alone just in general, but then also COVID. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is just one day at a time, you know, a couple times a week, two hours, um, you know, just, being there and, and helping the kids, you know, and, uh, be, you know, getting there and rolling your sleeves up with them too, you know, they just not show up for five minutes, tell them how great we were and then be gone and be there and, and, uh, you know, get to know them, you know, let them know that you really care about them. Um, because then, you know, if they take, they know you care, they'll care more. And then, you know, both things that you're both pulling in the same direction. So, uh, as far as like a defined, you know, you know, script or, you know, stuff like that it's it's just you know it's part-time and it's uh you know as the right now they're you know they're working hard hitting the weights and about to start running so you know we're just helping out a couple times a week for a few hours what are just your general impressions i mean you've watched nebraska play on saturdays you know what they look like on saturdays but now that you've been behind the scenes and you've been around some of these guys and and the attitudes and the training i mean what are your early takeaways of just your feel for this team right now yeah, I mean, in a way, we might even have them. That's not even a question. Um, uh, they're all, you know, seem like they're, you know, definitely motivated. Um, and, and, you know, they're not in there slacking off. So, you know, generally when you have a team that, you know, had, you know, three seasons that won't got the way they wanted, you know, you think like you see some guys, uh, you know, not working at or taking You know, everybody goes in there. Uh, not only does what they're supposed to do, and does you know does a little bit more, which is great. And uh, everybody's there on time, attentive. That's a big deal. But detail, I think, has gotten better over the last, like, say, like year or so. And I and I get the feeling that they they have, if you have a percentage wise, where you know Scott talked about it, we had some guys that really weren't still on the team and not truly invested. And then you know every year, I think the percentage of the guys that are truly invested went up. And I think it's a very high percentage this year. You can tell, but the way their attitude um, and their work ethic in the weight room and, and going out there and getting ready to run. So um, I've been impressed and uh, you know, pleasantly surprised. So I don't think it's ever going to be anything that they didn't uh, work for it or they don't work hard. I was curious now when, when you look at college football, Jay, uh, the transfer portal has just taken over every conversation from an outsider looking in. What is your view of the transfer portal and just the early damage it's already caused? And I mean, do you see it continuing to get worse over time in college football? Yeah, I think it, you know, the, at first, you know, it was a good, it's a, it's a good thing, and, it, and I do think it's, it's, it, 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 there is a purpose for it. I think right now it's been a free for all, and what it's created is is, is, it, is that these kids coming out of high school they enjoy being recruited more than playing football. So they can go to a college, play a couple of years, you know, didn't, you know, I didn't get my, you know, what I wanted, supposedly, and then they can go get re-recruited. Well, it doesn't really work that way, and the numbers show it. Going from Power 5 to Power 5 is a very small percentage, and then going from Power 5 to Power 5 and really being successful is probably smaller, especially if you're not in a quarterback position or somebody that's had some, like, issues, like, off the field and it was, or coaching leave or something like that. And those are very like small percentages. So what it's created is, is an easy out for kids to go places and try to dictate their you know their short term um, you know goals or outcome, which is you know go right from high school and play a lot and start and, and not work for it. 
but when they transfer and they go to the transfer board, it generally doesn't work out uh, as much as they think. Because there's only so many scholarships out there. So by the time kids get into the transfer portal, you know, coaches and, and coaching staffs aren't going to keep five scholarships per game loosely open for guys that are going to transfer in because, you know, they, maybe nine times out of ten, maybe eight. You know, the reason why it didn't work out someplace is because, you know, a lot of it has to do with they weren't either good enough or just didn't work for it or weren't patient enough and willing to put in the time to be successful. So if you try to go to another school with other big, you know, time athletes and the best of the best, you're just not going to slide in there and, and just start right out the right out the get-go because, you know, they've invested in some of those kids that have been there and made those choices from the very beginning. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a you know, it's a very slippery slope and, um, It'd be interesting to see if the NCAA steps in and and tries to you know curtail the rules a little bit and maybe put a time frame on it or something like that. Or it'll be interesting to see how it goes and say if we have the conversation in two years, see if it's changed a little bit. Now I got to ask you this: Has Coach Duvall put you on a squat rack yet? Have you put put about uh, 500 pounds on the bar and tried to do uh, some old fashioned squats with these guys in there? <laughs> no, no, not at all. They, these guys are moving some serious weight and they're they're strong. Um, and there, you know, some big, some big boys uh, doing some impressive things, and uh, my days of squatting and 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 lifting and Olympic power is long gone. But it would be funny though; it would be funny to see what uh, if I can compare my numbers from when I was in college to uh, <laughs> where I'm at right now. It would be what it'd be a it'd be a nice little dose of reality, but it would be kind of funny. I'm guessing if you hurt yourself, though, I bet your wife wouldn't be very impressed. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't work out too well. But uh, I've done other things like trying to, you know get up and down the court in basketball and play a little bit of football, but it's going to, you know, ended up pretty bad. So I guess going there and trying to relive my old uh, Husker Power days might, might be right in line with that as well. Well, Jay, hey, thanks for taking some time here with us. Uh, looking forward to hearing more about your role around the program and uh, seeing you around the stadium here in the coming weeks and months. All right, man, I appreciate it. Take it All right, much more to come. We're going to talk Nebraska basketball next here with Robin Washett. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.